you watching this, welcome to The Money Brew Show. I'm Daniel James uh, with DJM Design. I'm here with Caitlin and Sal. We did a deep dive in their start of their story and what everything looked like. Today we're talking about how to become a power couple or what does that look like or even what do you elevate in your own life to, asp to have that aspiration or uh, achieve something that you're proud of, right? So it may not be, it may be a story that you really love. We're also gonna taste test the biltong you saw as I pulled the camera up and that's gonna be towards the end. We're gonna talk about how you should interact with pup and burabors, which you don't know what that means, oh. but you will find out. Yo, I ain't here for the money, I ain't here for the fame Though it might be nice to own a jet plane I'ma do it all for you, come along and see Okay, so this is a really cool workshop we're doing We are doing a bunch of stuff Where it's gonna be like an AI workshop And we have um, concepts broken down Like one of the things I like to talk about is data That you can take it and really simplify all your data and get an answer on where you're leaking or bleeding money or doing things like that. I wanna teach you that. I wanna go beyond ChatGPT and I wanna engage you with this. So this is a cool book that I'm kind of digesting for you and I've taken a bunch of courses and YouTube videos and figure out what's the best, simplest for everyday people in business and marketing and in entrepreneurship and things like that. So come check it out. I look forward to seeing you there. We'll make it happen. Cheers, cheers. <laughs> okay so power couple you guys are a unit you guys are uh, mm -hmm. doing it crushing it you're cool in the marketplace how do we aspire to that and, and what does that look like and, and yeah how would you answer that question Caitlin? so being a power couple we do a lot of stuff together we run our business together we have a household together um, so a lot of this is where we can help support each other in each other's passions and have a little bit of in individual identity and get some independence. But then we're always coming together and we're always refreshed and happy and ready to have our together time and support each other day in, day out. We're always checking in with each other. How's your energy today? Where are you at? Mm. You know, and not afraid to talk about it either. If we're, like you know, good or bad. Yeah, good mm -hmm. or bad, wherever we're at, we're checking in, cool. not afraid to talk about it and just bring things, highlight things for each other so that, you know, we know where each other's at every day. Yeah. And so I think, and, you know, and also being able to you know, go in every day with our goals and our energy and just build each other up and it helps, it helps with the overall main goal. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the most important part about being a power couple that are in business together is really seeking to understand each other's passions because it's mm -hmm. your passions that make you an individual and if you support each other's passions and that individual that, that individual identity wow. then you feel good about it because it's so easy for us to not feel or to feel guilty about trying to give ourselves something but when it's your partner that's supporting you in that mm -hmm. you feel like it's okay i can step into that individual piece that is me mm -hmm. and I can have that then you get refreshed you get to feed yourself mm -hmm. and there's just nothing better than having that support from your partnership because in all of the pursuit of business 
it's like having a child, you know, it's yeah. so, it absolutely mm -hmm. takes every bit of your energy and focus and so easy to grow away from yourself. And mm -hmm. before long, you're like, why am I doing all this hard work? What is it for? But if your partner keeps reminding you, hey, go ride that dirt bike, you need to go ride that dirt bike or mm -hmm. get in the gym and go spin. Yeah. Man, it's like, mm -hmm. okay, you're right. I need to do that. That's who I am and that's why I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. yeah. But in all of that, you can't forget to come together as a couple and mm -hmm. spend some, just unplug and spend an hour or two a week, just the two of you, just together. Because it's really easy to start gaining all this independence. You're focused on the baby, which is the business. And now you're independent. You have the baby, which mm -hmm. is the stress, the independence. So you can't forget to tie that all together with the together. And then the other babies, like if you had kids, yes. you know, yes. like people don't talk about this and I'm sorry, you guys gonna have to deal with my hair. I'm like alfalfa right now. <laughs> I like whatever, dude. I don't it's care. Good, yeah, it okay, good. it's good. I was like, Maybe I just keep just seeing just this like little, trigger, like, yeah. Just get a little water Ooh. on it. You know when you go to school and your mom's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, leave me alone. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've experienced this, and I think it's a you forget. Like, I'm I'm kind of where you were a few years ago, where I'm just like, man, I'm in. I'm with the kids. I'm with the business, mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, where my wife's good at this because she'll like pull me out and be like, okay, stop, like look at the thing from a big picture because mm -hmm. you're right we commit and we're like oh i need to provide i need to do yeah. all these things and in order for me to be a, a better parent i need to put like limits on a lot of stuff yeah um, and then True. allow my wife or, or your partner or person in your life to also have that time to do what they need to do and mm -hmm. not just be like oh okay like you're, you're you're with the kids the whole time unless they want to be uh, and that's being a good parent is i think much harder than being successful in business oh yeah i want to say that because like i always love this analogy so you have a family which is a glass balls right and someone said this i think it was alex ramosi or someone that he mentioned you have your family which is a glass you have business which is like a rubber ball then you have like your soul and your spirit and like religion that's like a glass and then the next one is like your health that's glass all of those can break and then you have to try and put the broken pieces together but a business you can always bounce the ball back up yeah you can like kind of let it do its thing and then okay now i'm ready to bounce it even more yeah we're in this True. false i think we're in this false like reality of like Oh, I need to do X. It's a great analogy, yeah. For me to feel successful, mm -hmm. but no, I probably need to just slow down and, and embrace. Like, my wife is so good at, she's like a better coach than I've ever had. I need, like, I'm always looking for coaches, but she's like the bomb. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she doesn't charge me, she's awesome, right? <laughs> but she's like, what, what's working in the business? Where's the cash flow? And, and I'm like, oh, dang, like it's right there. It's like with the mm -hmm. clients. And I'm looking at these pictures over here. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, what is your experience? Uh, you know, like navigating kids and and, and being there for them. Um, is that tough? Is that like? Do you guys have anything mm -hmm. on that that you can add? Oh yeah. Yes, we do. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, we yeah. do. Mm -hmm. Well, Sal it. has three boys. Cool. Um, Nice. 21. My youngest, my youngest is 20. He'll be well, 21, he'll be 21 here in a, in a few week. Days. Yeah. Congrats. So mm -hmm. 21 or 20, about to be 21, 24, and 28. Dope. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah, and I think that it doesn't. It, it's never easy being a parent, and it doesn't get easier. Right. I think it gets yeah. harder. I think being a parent mm -hmm. and fathering 
adults. Come on, and man. Young you're supposed adults. to say it gets I know, easier. Dude. <laughs> I wish I like, could. Everyone's like, it gets easier, but that's good. You're not uh, lying to me. No, you're it telling doesn't. me like the legit stuff. Because the gravity of the situation as an mm -hmm. adult, you know, is just yeah. so much more, and the impact yeah. of their decisions is so much more. Mm -hmm. And you know, and then you trying to separate from them what society expects from them and what you feel like is a healthy expectation for them to have of themselves, you mm -hmm. know? And so, so that gets more and more difficult all the time as, as the world, yeah. you know, continues down down its road. And so, yeah. wow. it is. And, it's, and, and there's very few things in this world and life that are forever, and being a parent is one of them. That's and, awesome, I love you it. You know, I it's mean, forever, and, yeah. and your business is, yeah. it's, it's... You're gonna retire one day. <laughs> yeah, you'll yeah. retire right. one day and, you know, you bet, yeah. but, but you'll never retire from being a parent. This, this, this caught me too when I was having babies and you know, you get in that frustrated state and they're like, don't shake the baby and all this stuff. <laughs> totally, that's real. You know, I just shake them with love, like really yeah. good, like love shaking, you know? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and I try not to compare the difficulty between the two kids because it's mm. like, I want to give them a fair like output. Yeah. The mm -hmm. difficulty was still an act of love and labor for my first kid. Sure. Um, it was super intense, high driver. I know she's going to do funny things when she gets older. The other one's more like a deep well, kind of like you, I think. But this, mm -hmm. this thing that caught me was they said, that babies, their smell and like if you interact with them, and I, I don't know if it's like the way that God like engineered this, but is as strong as like the addiction to cocaine. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's why people love babies, man. They're, they're literally are like little cocaine balls. <laughs> I, I have to make a comment. I have to comment on that. Because, the, okay, I mean, not when they're stinky. <laughs> well, I was buried in Avalanche in what? 1995. Oh my my gosh. son was born in November and I was, okay. He was born in November of 95. I was buried in Avalanche in February of 96. My gosh. And I knew, I was a backcountry snowboard guy, and I knew that as I was being taken underneath this giant slab of snow, no. the only thing, the first thing that I could smell was desidin. I could smell my baby. That's amazing. And I just wanted to go home. You're like, I, I need to live. Yeah. Wow. But I knew I wasn't gonna live. Dang, cocaine I knew, baby. I knew in that moment that, that, that I wasn't going to live, yeah. and, uh, but I did. You know? That's cool. Someone's yeah. going to steal my idea and go make like cocaine baby movie. You know? <laughs> did you see that cocaine baby? I haven't seen it, but I'm I, like, it looks so stupid, dude, but I think it's going to be hilarious. Yeah. I hope it's good. Okay. It's got a great name. So let's switch gears. We're sitting around a campfire. We're with some South African awesome people. Okay. And uh, they whip out the, okay, they whip out the food and everything. And... <clears throat> They, uh, they, they're like, hey, this is pop and vorse. And you have to explain what food it is. Mm -hmm. Pop and vorse, at Burevorse specifically, which I think you can take that one from German. Um, so what, what do you think pop is? Wheat. <laughs> Wheat, okay. Pop is a, like a pancake. Okay, what's your guess? Um, I was thinking like a biscuit or something. Nice. No, I've had people say, is that a puppy? And like, no, it's not. But <laughs> so he's, he's got it. It's basically like pounded yams with bratwurst. Oh, okay. And then we put like tomato and onion. Oh, mm -hmm. it's, it like melts. It's a carb. Milk. It's yeah. a carb. Okay. It's a staple. It's like one of the biggest staples there. If you're African or you're English or Dutch or Afrikaans uh, or you're one of the tribes, like they've always been eating that in mm -hmm. Africa. Huh, cool. So it's kind of cool. And, People are not used to me talking like that, but in South Africa, it's like, what tribe are you from? Like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm Swati, I'm Swahili. No, I'm not Swahili. Americans always say Swahili, but that's like more north. Swati or Zulu, and like one of those tribes could come from three other tribes. 
you sure. can speak the wow. same language. Wow, it's very cool. And then the English, it's like we we did the same thing you guys did in America. You guys just kind of came over and like did your thing. Yeah. And it was like, whoa, you guys are weird. Like, <laughs> stop totally taking weird. over. Like, yeah. chill down. But yeah. then the Dutch kicked them out, and the Dutch beat him, and then they got all egocentric, and it was like disaster. Yeah. So we may. Who knows if we'll keep this. But a lot of good food. So much good food. Yeah. yeah. The Mandela was amazing. I'll talk about him in the next episode because it's so relevant. We'll talk about the Mandela effect and what does that mean. Um, we have to try this quickly. Okay. okay. So, yeah, this, is, this is South African beef jerky. Um, okay. And it's a little dry. I make it myself too, but this is actually from the store. Okay. okay. So you can buy it. We have a website, uh, Daniel James Media slash Yuck to Yum. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a little dry. One of them is spicy. The best thing about is it. Is it beef? Mm -hmm. American beef, mm. but South African mm. ingredients okay. or South African way that it's made. Mm -hmm. I actually like that it's, it's not overly salty. And it's not, it is a little salty, it's not cooked. I like it. It's got less preservatives because it's um, salt, pepper and coriander. Mm. And then brown vinegar malt that actually allows it to, um, you know, uh, go through its process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I one, like it. Um, one to ten. Come on, you have to mm. For beef jerky. I'm gonna put this at like an 8.7. Cool. It's really good. It's not hard to cool. eat. I'm not like mm, chewing, like gnawing on it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not overly salty either because overly salty jerky is just so hard to eat for me. She got the spicy one. I think you got the salty one. Oh, here. dang, here. Try the spicy one. Let's try. I think it's this one. That one's spicy too. I got the salty ones too. Mm -hmm. Mm. That one's a salty one. Yeah. This one's less salty. It's a it's little spicy. saltier, but it's still not. Yeah. I mean, I've had some salty jerky. It's still not that well, it's bad. So mm. I like it. It reminds me of bacon. Mm -hmm. nice. Honestly, okay. yeah. It I is kind of close to. If bacon. I have, if I cook a lot of bacon, I've got some of this yeah. in the fridge. Yeah. I'll eat it cold. Nice. And that kind of reminds mm. me of bacon. So I'm gonna give it an eight. Nice. Yeah. I love it. Good eights. Mm -hmm. Thanks for watching. Uh, like, share, and subscribe if you enjoyed this. Definitely do that and then uh, catch us on the next show here. Thank you guys. Cheers, cheers. Yo, I ain't here for the money, I ain't here for